Hello, and welcome to a podcast from the Lancet Oncology to accompany our new commission, Future Cancer Research Priorities, in the USA. I'm Allie Landman, Senior Editor at the Lancet Oncology, and today we'll be hearing from the two co-chairs of the commission, Chi Van Dang and Elizabeth M. Jaffe. Dr. Van Dang is the Scientific Director of the Ludwig Institute for Cancer Research, and Professor Jaffe is a Professor of Oncology at Johns Hopkins School of Medicine. To start off, we asked our commissioners how this new commission differs from the Blue Ribbon Panel. The Blue Ribbon Panel was an assembly of experts by the National Cancer Institute following Joe Biden's uh, effort for the moon, uh, cancer moonshot. Uh, that report is a very general with very um, broad stroke recommendations, 10 areas. What the commission report uh, distinguished itself is really to bring in experts that were not on the original Blue Ribbon panel, except for a few people, to bring in new perspective as well as looking at new areas, such as surgical oncology and radiation oncology, but also to make recommendations at more granular level. Uh, what are the real issues? What are the real world issues? What are the things that one need to look out for to really make a difference in the next five to 10 years in cancer research? That's the major difference between the two reports. So the Blue Ribbon Panel uh, identified 10 areas of scientific priority, but it specifically did not want to um, provide guidance on how uh, to utilize those areas and define what would be done within those areas. So for example, um, with prevention. Prevention was a very important area. We suggested in the Blue Ribbon Panel that we might want to focus on trying to use the immune system to prevent cancer. So to take advantage of what we know about preventing cervical cancer by targeting the human papillomavirus, can we expand that to other cancers? However, it focused on one area. The commission is very important because it brought experts who uh, thought about prevention in different ways. And so as part of prevention, you want to think about um, the environmental aspects of prevention. So we talked much more about those aspects to try to uh, provide um, additional areas that could be focused on. In addition, yes, we've made recommendations on how would you implement moving science into studies that would um, provide new ways to bring nutrition or exercise to bear on cancer therapy. And so, yes, some of these uh, areas would be new clinical trials. Uh, some of these would be looking at specific biomarkers that would help us know whether we need to implement more nutritional aspects, more exercise aspects in treating cancer. Now the commissioners will tell us a little bit about what they hope will make an immediate impact in cancer care. So I think uh, you know, the spectrum of the recommendations are some very early science, um, if you will, translational basic science to all the way to prevention and implementation science. And we know now that there are many things you can do to prevent cancers, for example, diet, behavior, smoking. There's just many things, vaccination. And I think the thing that's gonna make the immediate impact and really potentially save a lot of lives is prevention, which is getting the word out. How do you really implement this? We know that not everyone who should be screened for cancer is being screened. We know not everyone who should be getting vaccinated are getting vaccinated. So these are the general questions. How do you make that happen? Because these individuals are at risk until they get that protection, okay? And we can do that. I think that that's probably the thing that within the next five years, if the government, all the 
stakeholders get together and really say, this is important, let's do it, and we can save lives right now would be the biggest outcome, I think. We need to be more thoughtful as a community on what are the highest priorities. We all have our interests. Um, I have my interests. Some of them may have importance on a big scale, but often um, when you're an individual investigator, you're working in a small area and you're trying, and it's very important, we need to certainly identify mechanisms um, in one cancer type or one subset of cancer types. But we also need to think, how do we use our limited resources in the best way that's going to benefit patients? And that's what this commission is all about. And that's what the Blue Ribbon Panel was all about. And we couldn't do it 20 years ago because we didn't have a lot of scientific discovery yet. So the investment that the government has made over the past 30 or 40 years in funding basic science has really paid off. We have a lot of good science now. So this commission is really happening at the right time. It's at a time when now we could come together as a community and look and see what we have. What do we have that we've learned that can really turn, you know, these deadly cancers into cancers that are either chronic diseases or cured? One of the most promising areas of cancer treatment is immunotherapy. I think immunotherapy is another example of why there's so much excitement. The progress in immunotherapy, again, immunotherapy currently acts on a particular cell type in the body called a T cell. It's an immune cell type that normally fights infection. Well, we've learned as cancer immunologists to take advantage of those cells and teach them to recognize cancer and kill it. Well, what has that, what has that done for us? Well, what that has done for us is that we now have an, a, a short period of time. In five years, we have over 22 approved drugs. Well, 22 approved indications for our immunotherapy drugs that are taking patients who have advanced cancers who would have died within a few months and now they're living for years feeling really good, good quality of life. So, so I think that example just gives the community even more excitement. What else is out there that we can turn into real treatments that give patients long lives with good quality? Immunotherapy has really changed the landscape of how we treat cancer. Previously, there's some cancer we wouldn't use the word cures. Now we start to use the word cure because of immunotherapy. There's still a lot of challenges to immunotherapy, including the science behind why some patients don't respond. But the other challenge is really the cost of care, because these are all new technologies uh, with a lot of investment to really develop the technology. So the question is whether advance in technologies could reduce the cost of how we deliver um, these immunotherapies. Are there better ways of creating the drugs, the complicated drugs that are out there? They're a more efficient way. And I think that uh, some policy making would also be very helpful in terms of adjusting the cost to make it available to everyone who's afflicted by cancer who can benefit from these therapies. So I think it's a combination of advanced technologies that could really reduce costs, and secondly, policies set by the government. Health disparities and access to care are also prominent topics. So the Commission has tried to provide more details on how to go about implementing the Blue Ribbon Panel recommendations. So in doing so, they have provided um, specific uh, areas. For instance, um, we would like to particularly target patients who um, are considered um, uh, lower socioeconomic 
groups that don't have good access? How can we design studies that would engage those populations? Um, health disparities. How, how do we get at health disparities? Do we start to look at databases that exist already or tissue bases that exist already that we can start to look at genetic differences between African Americans and Caucasians or Hispanic patients and Caucasians? So it's making recommendations of what is available. Are there bio-specimen banks available um, throughout the country that can be brought together to, and be utilized to address some of these questions? The Commission also looks at the future of pediatric cancer treatment. Children's cancers are very different than adult cancers. Uh, this, the biology behind the children's cancer are quite different as well. And there are some clear, what we call targets, that have been identified at the genetic level. The attention to these targets have been not as where it should be. That's where the recommendation, let's put more effort into this area, more funding to really target these very specific genetic alterations, if we can create new drugs, new immunotherapy, and hopefully these advances will really change the landscape of these uh, uh, children's uh, cancers. Um, the other area that's also really critically important is really survivorship. And this is where many of the children that survive cancer have multiple issues resulting from a very toxic therapy that they have gotten as a, a child. So that's another area that needs focus. Approaches to funding are another key area of the Commission's report. So the Blue Ribbon Panel Report and the Commission Report uh, provides a roadmap for the next five to 10 years on how cancer research could be executed to really bring new cures and prevention to all of us. And the challenge is to federal agencies philanthropic organization, foundations, and uh, patient advocacy group, as well as academic institutions, is that we know that cancer is a big, big problem, and no single institution can solve this problem alone. And I think really using this roadmap, what we hope is that people will uh, gather around this roadmap and begin to have um, discussions on how we can change the direction of what we're doing to really bring new cures and prevention to all of us to all patients. The Commission's report, Future Cancer Research Priorities in the USA, can be read online now at the Lancet Oncology. Thanks for listening. <laughs>